9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Oceaga is coming back to Montreal August 4th to 6th, 2023. That's this year. And as always, Sarah and I are going to do a podcast series uh, celebrating the non-headliner acts of Oceaga. Sure, the headliners like Rufus Dussault, Billie Eilish, and Kendrick Lamar are great, but we're going to be ignoring them, and actually we're going to be ignoring the entire top line of each lineup each day. Uh, not because they're not great, but because we think there's amazing bands that uh, we want to share with you. Uh, we're going to be sharing 10 bands a day that we think are worth your while to try to convince you to get to Oshiaga as early as possible and check out all these bands. Uh, maybe you're going to make like your summer playlist based on this podcast, uh, or, or not. I mean, whatever. Uh, see you at Oshiaga. We're going to be doing these every two weeks, guys. Bye. Anyways, Sarah. Yeah. This is Sarah had a big plan to open a can of beer when we pressed record, and now she's struggling with it because she has fake nails. She's gonna. Yep, there it is. Perfect. <sighs> That's Where's... her key. I already <laughs> opened mine. I forgot. I was planning it all day. That's all I was thinking about. I couldn't even think about anything else. I was like, I can't wait to open a can. Yeah, and so I'm not even drinking alcohol. I'm drinking like this mocktail thingy. It's really good. Anyways, inevitably, summer marches forward. I think this is the first week that is actually feeling like Oh, shit. Like summer. It's not fucking raining. Or like minus 10. Yeah. Usually when we record, it's the worst. I mean, I it know. is. Well, I mean, it's a little too hot. I'm in literally is, my underwear. It's the middle of July. By, it's not middle of July. It's the middle of June. I know dates, you guys. Is uh, it? Oh my gosh! Yes, it's, it's June twentieth. Yes, we're like, this coming weekend Whew. in podcast time is Saint Jean, Sarah. Damn. Damn. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's so hot. I'm in my underwear, so you guys can picture that if you want. No, or I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I the world like, of podcasting. I came home like a reasonable person <laughs> and put on shorts and a tank top. Sarah just took her clothes off and was like, "Let's do this podcast." And I'm like, "Oh." for your eardrums yeah listening. and then I, and then i washed and then <laughs> i got we don't need all the details um i'm nervous i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> sarah was just like oh, i'm feeling good about this episode now nah oceaga I'm never so feeling good about this episode. anyways oceaga saturday part two we're g- gonna figure out five more bands that are non-headliners no we have figured out yeah, but we're going to figure out... T- I mean, when I say we, I mean you and me, the listener. Okay, yeah. Sarah and I know five bands that we're about to recommend, but, like, you, the listener, are going to get exposed to five bands that maybe you haven't heard of. Maybe you have. Maybe you're going to have your picks confirmed, and you're going to be like, yeah, they picked my favorite band. Or maybe they're going to be like, they didn't pick my favorite band. I legit they did suck. not look at the calendar. Um, yeah, we so have I don't know if anything I'm picking is actually Yeah, we don't know if there's any conflict. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find also, out day of. Day we of. also have, maybe there's going to be a bonus episode. Maybe we're just going to tie it in somewhere. Uh, they've announced the, a small, a little mini stage with some smaller local acts. Uh, none of which I can remember right now except for Poe Lazarus, who I know personally. Oh. 
<laughs> but yeah, there's uh, three bands each day are going to be. I think it's on uh, Sirius XM sponsored little small stage. So nice. uh, a lot of people were complaining about the lack of a fifth stage or sixth stage or however many stages there are at Oshiaga. So they heard you loud and clear and they made a little stage for some of the local acts. That's actually really sweet. So that's going to be also fun. So uh, we'll figure that out. We're going to talk about that in maybe another episode. Maybe not. We're busy, guys. I mean, if you are, it's going to be with Keith because I don't know if I can do any more research. I still didn't do Sunday. I haven't even listened to anything on Sunday. I literally don't know other than Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I, didn't, I like went blank. I was like, fuck, I don't know who's headlining. You're like, I don't know anybody. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're going to be – you have two weeks to sort your Sunday out. This is Saturday. Who do you have? Yeah. Who do we talk about? Give so, it, hit, me, hit me. Hit me. Today's my day for three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with uh, Miro Pimienta. Yeah. Do you know who she is? I do not. All right. This was a discovery for me. This, this was also a discovery, I and I did not even – anyway, so I'll start. Mm-hmm. She's Afro-Indigenous Latina musician. Okay. She's from Colombia. Mm-hmm. And then during the Civil War, her mom's like, we're getting the fuck out of here. And then Fair. it's the U.S. And now then they moved to Toronto or London, Ontario. She lives in Toronto now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, so that is a little bit about her, which is going to set up the rest. OK, because listen to this. Not only that, she got married at 21. Okay. Have a kid. Same. No, you didn't have a kid. No, but I did get married at 21. Then I got divorced. And then I remarried to you. Yeah. Um, she was in a tribe called Red. Okay. AKA or, uh, Hallucination. Yep. Or was like collabing with them. Yeah. Not 100% sure. Live. I didn't write what that was. <laughs> um, Associated with a tribe called Red, a.k.a. Hallucination, yep. who were at Oceaga last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to get rid of, like, the facts, okay? Okay, fact check. Lito Pimenta. La, pa- <laughs> La Papesa. Um, she won the Pulitzer Prize for that in 2017. La that Papesa. album came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayu is her indigenous side, mm-hmm. so I will say anything now moving forward as Wayu. Um, and then, anyway, so what's r- really cool is she's very much a vi- visual artist. Like she really cares about the aesthetic and everything that and everything that she does. Like it's very apparent. Mm-hmm. She mixes like she's so cool. Like she mixes um, like her Latin Afro Canadian indigenous wow style Mm -hmm. and like modern art into everything that she does like stage wise and video wise. Yeah, You're telling me you're like her music videos are like amazing. Yeah. They're freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, it's like everything that she does like is very, very stylized in like an amazing way. Even like her albums, like her album covers and everything. It's so cool. She also composed for the New York City Ballet, and she's not a composer, like for an orchestra. Classically trained. She's not. She is a composer. She's no, not but a for, for an orchestra. Yeah, no, but clearly, if she composed something, then she's a composer. I know, I'm just saying. She's That's not a fucking classically cool. trained composer. Yeah, no, well, whatever. I'm using your words. As soon as you do words. it, you're a composer. I'm using your own words. <laughs> um. And then more cool shit about her that's, like, even more badass is, like, 
so obviously, I, like I said, she has a kid, right? Yep. So she's like, you know, trying to break out as a musician and an artist while having a kid. So she actually brings her kid everywhere with her. That's cool. And she asks, like, for them, to, like, the venues to supply nannies or some sort of way for her kid to, like, be safe. Cool. Which I really find cool. Because, like, honestly, like, it's so hard. Like, she's mm-hmm. basically, like, a single mom. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you're you're kind of fucked if you don't have, Yeah, you need, like, like a, some sort of a support some, system. Yeah. If you're, yeah, you're either traveling with your kid or you're not or seeing Or you don't kid. see them at all. Yeah. So this, that sucks. So I think it's, like, really cool that she's, like, no, fuck this shit. I'm going to make this, like, real, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, like, really, really cool about her and i thought that that was something to mention because like i feel like that is like part of her activism side you know like you know Being speaking up for no but like speaking up for like e- like like women you know what i mean like yeah. who are in the industry and want to have the career but they also have a family like you're like oh too bad you have to choose. Little Pimienta's like, I don't have to choose. I she's can like, do it all. She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm going to do what I want. You and what I want is this. About the song that you uh, picked? Um, nope. Because nope. I didn't write it down. And I forgot. So just give me a second. I thought you were going to say it. Oh, Tequila. Okay. Uh, so do you want to tell me about it before you go on? No, you we're going to play it and then we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Here it is. Here it is. Tiquiaria? Tiquiera? Tiquiaria? I don't know. Uh, from Lido Pimienta. También miraba yo, adivinaba todo pues bien. También me iba bien, todo lo imaginé. Yo aquí sembré las semillas y llegué la que tú plantabas tú sin mí. Nunca te hallabas, pero hoy me encuentro relajada. Lo que tú quisiste lo robaste, llegaste, pero de That was upsetting. It had a warning. It does have a warning. The warning is legit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, the song is about like basically dumping someone who's bad dumping for you. Some, yeah. You're like, no, I love you. Stay away from me. You're the worst because mm-hmm. you make me the worst pretty much. I, that was the vibes I got. Yeah. Speaking about you're the worst. What? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking about you're the worst? <laughs> I try to transition. Into, but do you know what I'm going to talk about? No. <laughs> exactly. I try to transition <laughs> with no idea. We're keeping it in Canada. Oh, shit. Um, for Pup. Cool. Pup the band. Um, I they, feel like they probably don't like being called Pup. Pup the band. I th- yeah, but they also, I think, like, <laughs> don't dislike it. Because they're very into, like, absurdity. Like, one of the... I was reading an interview with um, the guitarist, I want to say, Steve Sladkowski. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, we, like, love the absurder parts of shows they were like if pyrotechnics were not so expensive we would have over the top pyrotechnics during our entire set i mean this is why i wanted it to be my hobby (laughs) it's just they were like yeah they were like 
Uh, he was also talking about how recently in the shows uh, back in the springtime, during like one of their slow songs, yeah. the most aggressive circle pit of the night broke out during like the slow song. And he was like, I kind of love this. That is amazing. <laughs> it's like, I love the fact that the fans are also getting into the like absurdity of existence. I love it. We're like, oh, here's our quiet song. Like they're usually like, if you, we're talking about pop. They're usually, you know, pop punk punk sometimes even like into like hardcore from time to time there's plenty of songs i i hear me now oshiaga i'm hearing you um i would say this is basically the most likely mosh pit at oshiaga i feel that there's going to be certain other like a couple of like maybe some of the harder tracks from kendrick or like baby keem or whatever might get like pits going but i don't think like a consistent pit whereas i feel like pup will be start to finish people moshing Right? Yeah. Or I mean, like, well, moshing, like, pogoing, whatever have you. They'll be, like, punk dancing. Like, whether they're actually going to start a pit. It's going to be, th- I think it's the most, they're the most punk band that's playing. Yeah, they this, are. This weekend. Um, also. So what about them, Keith? Tell me. First Why of all, do I want to go see them? Taking a look at their names. I don't names, like punk. Well, listen, you do, though. Like, your favorite <laughs> band's turnstiles. <laughs> I know. Just um, punk and lame. First of all, just taking a look at the names of the members, I was like, I know that the, the not that these names are expressly Canadian, but the na- they're uh, Stefan Babcock, Nestor Chumak, Zach Mikula, and Steve Sladkowski. They all sound like hockey players. I was going to say, they literally <laughs> sound like they're all from, like, I don't know, Ontario. Well, they are all from Ontario, but... It does, but, it's, but it sounds like they, they all play on a hockey team together. Yeah. If they couldn't sound more Canadian. They're in the Ottawa Senators. Um, I mean, they're from Toronto. But anyway, most of them have yeah, known each other. Yeah, but they wouldn't be able to get on there, you know? Most you of them have known each other since high school. Uh, some of them have known each other since the third grade. So they're, like, literally all lifelong friends. That's crazy. Their first band name, and, like, they actually, like, recorded and toured as this, was... I'm f- afraid. What? Topanga. Topanga? Because they all had for a crush on uh, Topanga. I was going to say Topanga Boy Meets World. What? <laughs> they were like, we all had a crush on her. We thought she was the best. So we were like, let's name our band Topanga. And then we started to like get more popular. We were like, we need a better band name. <laughs> this is a joke. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, Do they have a song, Topanga? One of the, I think their self-titled was Topanga. Oh, okay. Uh, the name, what their name actually stands for is... Um, uh, Stefan Babcock's grandmother mm-hmm. said that playing in a rock band was a pathetic use of potential. <laughs> so that's P-U-P. That's what PUP stands for. I love it. <laughs> Fuck you, Grandma. Exactly. Um, weird fact that I have took note of. Uh, Steve Sledkowski just got married in April. So uh, congratulations. Congratulations, because you're definitely listening. Congratulations, Steve. We know you listen. Um, Mr. and me, Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and Mr. Steve Wachowski. I don't know. I don't know if that was actually his last name, but I was just saying Wachowski because it sounded like Sladkowski. Oh, Sladkowski. Yeah, I was anyway. just saying like the Monsters Inc. guy. So yeah, so they got together. They originally called Topanga. They uh, they were doing their thing, playing music. Because uh, I think they got they got together right out of high school. At, like they had both been, or all four of them. Had been in similar music scenes, playing in ska bands, whatever, punk bands. Just going around. And they're like, hey, let's play together. We're friends. Ex- pretty really? much, exactly. Uh, so when they started kind of like blowing up, um, mm-hmm. what they were 
crazy lucky is in 2008 so they only really released their album in like 2010 so they were just like doing demos and stuff with Topanga so they really wanted to work with Dave Schiffman who I thought you were gonna say Dave Chappelle for a second no. and I was like what <clears throat> so they Dave Schiffman's an industry veteran who had worked with like Rage Against the Machine Weezer nice. Anti-Flag they sent him a demo and was like do you want to produce our album and <laughs> he was like sure and like flew to Toronto to begin working on the album. They went to Montreal. No way. That's so cool. They were like, that was not expected. They were like, they were not, they were like, wouldn't that be amazing? And they're like, well, you don't know if you don't try. Send them a demo. It's true. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. More hockey references. Um, Put some mustard on it, Keith. That's it. Put some mustard on that shot. Uh, They're a heavy touring band. Uh, When they brought their self-title. I feel like they would be. Yeah. When they brought like, their self-titled album out in 2014, yeah. in about a year and a half, they paid 400 shows. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Did they pay like two a night? Almost. So it's no wonder that in 2016, yeah. so this is only two years later, they've had a little bit of time off, Yeah. Uh, they released the song, If This Tour Doesn't Kill You, I Will. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, yeah, for real, like you're stuck with these people and you're doing 400 shows? Yeah, in like That's 18 insane. months or something. Like, you're not even like... You're literally taking zero time to like be a human, mm-hmm. but I guess like they were. And that's when they. And just like when they were right, right out of high school, you said. But even now, they were like they got right back into it. They were like touring heavily right up until 2019, and then obviously the pandemic stopped it. And now they're like, oh, you realize they're like we never just dis- we haven't really talked about hey, do we want to tour for the rest of our lives because it's only been like nine years of really touring. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, and then it got taken away from us, and now we're like, let's tour again. So he like he toured. They, they jam all the missing years that they don't tour into kind like of. They one they year. literally apparently have not been off for more than like a month or two really of like touring other than the pandemic like it's almost been like constant touring even like so they were touring up to i think two weeks before the guitarist's wedding and then they were like back at it like within a couple weeks later like i think they maybe had like a month off in between touring wedding and now they're back on tour again a lot of work it doesn't even matter the size of your wedding you're getting married it's a lot of stress yeah Anyway, that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, well, so that's cool. And then? Uh, and that's pretty much it for my notes on pop. Oh, by the way, the episode image for this episode yeah. is, I assume it's from the band. If it's not, I apologize. But you took a picture of a guy last year at Oshiaga wearing a pup t-shirt. So he's going to be the episode image <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dude who's looking having a real good time and he's wearing a pup t-shirt i didn't so even know i think it might be a tank top actually but anyway that will be the episode image for this episode i was like wait a second that guy's got a pup shirt on <laughs> that's amazing it's gonna be the episode image already so w- chosen so what are we listening to uh, we're gonna be listening to um so a couple weeks ago they just released two unreleased b-sides off of uh the unraveling of pup the band mm-hmm. and this song is called how to live with yourself Oh no. Over it. It felt good all again.
Also, do you know how I know that Pup is uh, punk rock? Why? Because in some of their uh, band promo photos, yeah, one of them was wearing a Shania Twain shirt. Amazing. <laughs> I was actually going to say they have that anthem, like the 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 punk anthem. Ooh, for yes. every, like, yes. yeah. every, uh, every punk out. Every, every punk band, band needs to have ever. one song that goes, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because that way everybody Sorry can sing along. Sorry for everyone. I'm you know what? If you're, you've never seen uh, Pop before, there would probably be one or two songs that go, whoa, whoa. And then you can whoa, whoa <laughs> along with them. <laughs> like I've listened to them and I think that's the only song that they did that I bet you there's more there probably is because like I stopped listening to them to actually focus on doing the work uh-huh. uh who do we have next <laughs> my darling we're gonna go from Canada well actually were both of them in Toronto they were yeah. mm -hmm. so we're gonna take an international flight <laughs> we're going to um Nigeria uh -huh. Specifically, specifically, Lagos. Okay, Lagos. Yeah. Uh, honestly, th w listen, and we don't know who. This is a very international episode. Uh, Saturday's a very international day. Yeah. In general, I love it. There's music everywhere. Mu music. music everywhere. There's music everywhere. I'm the music man. That that could be that could be <laughs> your your tag for this one. There's music everywhere. Yes, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, so we're going to Lagos. <laughs> yeah. So we're actually doing. Uh, we're actually the my spotlight uh -huh. is on Adekunde Gold. Mm -hmm. Um, for those who don't know, Afro pop graphic designer. Um, and his start was kind of funny because his dad is an artist and he, and he wanted to be nothing like him. Mm -hmm. So he was like, like doing really great. And he was trying to choose a different path. And he like went to civil engineering, hated science. And then he like went to art and he was doing, uh, no, wait, uh, yeah, he was doing an art class, but then was going into law. And then he was like, I hate reading. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all at a Kunle? So Don't it's like, how are, you gonna, how are you going to be a lawyer if you hate reading, you know? So then he's like, oh, fuck it. I guess I'm going to do what I want to do, which is being creative. Mm -hmm. um, so like like his father, um, like really good at drawing, painting. So he was focusing on that kind of thing. And he started working at Lagos Polytechnique, like five, nine to five, like brand manager, marketing person. Mm -hmm. That he's like, nah, I'm making music. Mm -hmm. So he quit like the cushy like paycheck for a risk. Uh huh. Two weeks after he quits, uh -huh. his song blows the fuck up. Said. Sad. I don't, I don't know. S a d e. Said. Said. I don't know. Anyway, this was really funny because he says things like this, which um, I'm going to say because I love shitty quotes but uh -huh. he, when he quit he decided to face the music but a boom <laughs> just dad joked it is what you're saying yeah <laughs> you get so much joy out of that line sarah yeah so like basically his um inspiration it comes from like all the sounds that he like listened to growing up like mm -hmm. uh, he says juju music high life um, and then he also likes to tell a story. Um, he's just like everything around him kind of fuels him. Um, he takes everything, you know, like with an outcome of happiness mm -hmm. kind of thing. 
So I thought that was really cool. I think that's like a really good way to look at life. Um, so I was really happy to, you know, read something positive, which is nice. Yeah, some, uh, we just listened to Pup, who are like, everything sucks and yeah. nothing matters. And now this uh, Ed Gold is like, hey, I have positivity. Take that. Take that. You don't need to be an angsty kid with a guitar. You could be a happy man with a whole array of instruments. Yeah, like you have your family, <laughs> peace of mind, get, have some peace of mind. People that love you all around you. Anyway, um, fun fact. Sure. Who do you think his favorite artist is? Who is his favorite artist? Are we talking like a visual artist, a musical artist? Musical artist slash performer. Oh, is it someone we know? Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I know, but I mean... What do you mean by we know? But like, okay, hang on. How big, how big are we talking very about? Are they, big. Are they very big? Yeah. Like, who's his, like, let's just stick to like... Billboard artists. Billboard artists. Who is Adequately Gold's favorite artist? Yeah. I don't know. How would I possibly? Bruno guess? Mars. Bruno Mars. Okay. I was like, how would I possibly? He talks guess? about him in every interview. I was like, this is so cute. Like he obviously has like other artists, but he's like, I would love to work with Bruno Mars. Uh, Bruno Mars. I think he likes the way he performs because mm -hmm. he talks about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like again, he's like also someone who's like very stylish. Mm -hmm. Like the way. He's pre he presents himself is also important. I think he has like a really cool look. Yep. Um, but yeah, and like it obviously matures as he's getting older. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, his latest album is Catch Me If You Can, and he actually did that while he was traveling in the U.S., which is kind of cool too. Mm, very fun. The fact that he was able to do all that. Um, so yeah, that's all that I have. I mean, he just talks about like again him being happy so there's not much like to really tell you there's not much to get into this person's really just a happy person he's just a happy mind <laughs> happy mind he's, yeah you know he's just a happy mind that's cool uh Listen, positivity is dope yeah. anyway the song that we're gonna listen to is do you mind do you mind i'm ready let's go 17, 18, 19, baby Alright, baby, my feet up at me up You go make me do something crazy We go break the rules for this party up Girl, I want to hear your body talk We no wasting no time, TikTok Now on your mark, get set, get ready Rotate your bum bum I know you're here for sure, oh, 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 oh You wanna write that, oh, 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 oh Inside, inside my show, oh, 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 oh This podcast is sponsored by Patron Silver I wish. I wish. I wish. Actually, you don't like tequila, but I do. I know you do. I yum, would yum, yum. say that we should be sponsored by Four Origins. We should work on that next year. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, Four Origins, hit me up. <laughs> you fuel the podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we only go there two or three times a week. <laughs> Conservatively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. I'm... I'm Big Saturday vibes. Yeah, I think, from that's a big vibe for me. I can't wait. Honestly, like this is like a must on my list. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to have to give up, but definitely going. So I don't care. Listen up. Listen up. What? Do you remember way back in episode one uh, where we learned about uh, a type of music uh, that was Turk Turkish psychedelic rock, which was known as Anatolian rock? Yeah. Well, today we're going to learn about a new type of music. <laughs> okay. Called Queto music. Queto? Queto music. Queto is a music subgenre that emerged in uh, Soweto 
which uh, is a region of Johannesburg, South Africa, during the 1990s. Okay. Okay, so it's a variant of house music that use a lot of like African sounds and sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quato songs typically occur at a slower tempo than a lot of other styles of house music, and Quato often contains catchy melodic and percussive loop samples, deep bass lines, and vocals. Okay. What is super interesting about the history of this music is that a lot of it has um, Afrikaans mm-hmm. language associated, which is obviously kind of has a lot of political uh, connotations. Obviously, Afrikaans is like the, the Dutch slanted language in Africa. Yep. So it is very much associated with occupation and apartheid, yep. so on and so forth. However, Kwaito music has a lot of like weird uses of Afrikaans, which are like drawn into the uh, Isikamto vocabulary, reshaped and used in mm-hmm. a new context. So there's a lot of like taking back of Afrikaans in Kwaito by the like local musicians. Oh, cool. So it's like they're sort of like taking the slang out of Afrikaans and then making putting it, it into ter- pulling it in with their own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously just, just not the 1990s, if you're not familiar, the 1990s is literally that like apartheid was technically abolished when Nelson Mandela was elected I think in the late 80s and officially apartheid was abolished in 1991. Mm-hmm. So like this music is like literally coming up in Johannesburg as, as apartheid yeah. is like becoming abolished in the region. So it's yeah. like very, very tied in to um, that sound. Cool. Why am I telling you? This? I have no idea. I, don't <laughs> know, I actually don't even know which band you're going to talk about. <laughs> so we're artists. Um, two twins. Yeah. Uh, I apologize if I butcher the names. Uh, Benele and Bendile. Mbare are known as two ma- ma- major league DJs. Oh! Uh, so they I actu- didn't know that was them. They actually, they were born in Boston because their family like left South Africa due to apartheid. Yeah. And they returned to South Africa like as grown-ups, like obviously like post-apartheid yeah. and whatever else. And, like, got into this music and got into this scene. That's so cool. Yeah. See, a history lesson here. Bet you didn't expect that you were going to get this information. Well, you're definitely not getting any of that from me. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, so they began their career in, like, uh, in 2011, which is obviously, they were only born in 1991. Like, they were literally born the same year that apartheid was officially abolished okay in uh in South the way Africa. that you were talking about it i thought they were way older but i was like i don't remember them being no 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 but, that's what I'm saying, but then they got into this music because yeah, it's literally yeah, like it. It, it's the like was like the popular music of where they were from even yeah. though they were not necessarily from there anymore because their family had literally like ran away from apartheid yeah which makes a ton of sense exactly um ba, ba, ba. i'm all over the place in my notes here um yeah, so they basically they're they're apparently the like the new shit in terms of Kwaito music. Uh there's they're super big <laughs> in South Africa. Like well, to the point where I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying but like <clears throat> like when when stars come to like party in South Africa, they'll often be uh what they call the I think Major League Garden parties what uh so like just i want to go a couple of like just just name drops or whatever they've hosted parties for like akon and like 50 cents and stuff like when they you know that's visit south africa 
they performed on like same stage for like Kanye and Cuddy yeah. and like whatever else. Uh, and yeah, so currently they're the leaders of like New Age Cueto. So obviously they're like the m- they they're the, the they're modern the scene. they're the scene. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and apparently, yeah, they have like these big giant garden parties uh you should also definitely look them up on youtube in general if you like i'm only gonna be playing a clip obviously but if you enjoy their sound and stuff there's a l- they have a lot of like full sets on oh YouTube that's cool okay because i can, love like, that but you could listen to them for like a full Guess like hour hour and a half doing? not right now but on the weekend anyway um their father was a pianist mm-hmm. and they like learned how to play piano and their family didn't want them to go into music uh because they were like there's no money to be made but then you know Take that. Maybe for that. Maybe for you, Dad. Yeah, take that, Dad. We're throwing parties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The best. Um, yeah, anyway, so this music video is called uh, Keshai. Okay. And it's a collaboration of Major League DJs with Major Laser. Nice. Which is also a lot of just, you know, name, a lot dro- of majors. name, name drop street cred, though. Just like, well, here's the track we did with Major Laser. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's called Keshai. Are you ready? Yeah, No, you don't. You do not want to go to South Africa in 1952. Well, no one <laughs> does, but I want to go in that music video. Oh, you want to go to the music video. You want to go to the party. I want to go to the party. You want to go sponsored by Razzle, Ruby Apple Alcoholic Beverage. Is it an alcoholic beverage? Uh, I thought it was yes. just juice. No, it's an alcoholic beverage. Oh, okay. We tried to Google it because we're like, what the fuck is this? This looks good. <laughs> well, this looks delicious. This are you, looks Are you fun. comfortable? Sarah's now just lying down <laughs> as we record the podcast. <laughs> God, just watching this music video, I'll just lie down. I wasn't lying down. I was like, paint me like one of your Fran- French girls, uh-huh. like lying down. Anyway, so yeah, they're uh, <laughs> they're also just kick ass summertime vibes. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. Super fun. And like I said, if you want to get a feel for what they're probably gonna be doing, they are one of those acts that you can watch their their whole sets. And I think See. I mentioned that they're twins. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so keep mentioning that they're twins. I know, but it, it's, it was confusing when I was looking at photos of them. I'm like, what? Are they the same? Oh, they're twins. Then it, made, then it made sense. Who are we closing off Saturday with? Well, closing off the Saturday series with. We're closing off Saturday series with Bomba Estero. And? Tell me about Bomba Estero. Oh, I was like, what do you mean, and? I'm and like, tell and? me about it. Okay. Uh, it is a Colombian duo, Simon Mijera and Liliana Sumet. They met at a shitty ass party. Cool. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later he was like, yo, you want to sing and write, um, like, let's do a collab. And okay. then like 45 minutes later, they're like, yo. Reviving. We're, we're a vibe. And then they vibed up all the way to having like their own sound, which is like it because like it, you have to remember they're from Colombia. So it's like 
a lot of the music is not like this. So it's yeah. like electronic, but like Colombian heritage in there. There's also indigenous they and African. It's been and described European. as electrotropical or psychedelic cumbia. Yep. Exactly. They're a mix of like everything, kind of like. Yeah. They're also a party. They're a fucking party. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not going to talk about them being a party. I'm going to talk about them being fucking badass uh, deforestation, mining, and pollution activists. Oh. Yeah, they they done actually a couple of... Um, you can be both. You can be both an activist and a party. Yeah, but I said I'm not going to talk about that yet. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they, they pretty much like... They've had like a, a concert or something like that and they've donated a bunch of shit and they've spoken out. So, yeah. Sarah has definitely got all the details of that. They had a concert and they donated a bunch of shit. Yeah. Anyway. I presume it is even better than as Sarah described. It is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all their music is like around that, too. It's like they're speaking out like they're trying to keep mm -hmm. it natural and stuff like that, even though it's electronic. Um, but here's here's the thing, Keith. You want to know something? What? Um, Liliana's besties with Lido. Amazing. I know. So, okay, Liliana is so married to a Canadian. Okay. In Toronto. Okay. And Liliana is friends with Lido because they they're like all in this artist crew. Um. So listen, we're not gonna promise anything, but maybe there'll be some stage sharing. Maybe. Listen, I'm saying if they are besties. They're on the same day because often a lot of artists love to collaborate and do that stuff, but it's obviously very difficult to orchestrate on a tour uh, because just because, oh, they're both playing Oshiaga, maybe they're not does playing it, the same yeah, day. Mean, yeah. You know, like one can be like, oh, I need to get on my but plane or whatever. But they are on the same day, but we don't know what they're doing after because we didn't look it up. But this is our dream. Um, and by this is our dream, I mean my dream and now Keith's dream because I made it happen in his brain. Um, but yeah, like she actually, um, helped on Deja, which is like one of their new songs mm -hmm. and, um, Liliana's making like her own solo, yep. but she's also collaborating with, um, with Lido. So like Liliana is the, I'm saying Lido Pimienta, by the way, if, the, Lido Pimienta, if yeah. the, uh, if the listener has lost the train of thought, so yeah, cause they can't so follow Sarah. Anyway, Simon does like all the sound. Mm -hmm. And then um, Liliana is the writer, songwriter. Um, but yeah, anyway, they they all any, everything that they do, they kind of like bring the community together. They do a lot of um, collabs. They've worked with like, I mean, if you're a Bad Bunny fan, you know about them. Yeah, they done they did a huge song like last year. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's the one where um he cr crashes his car. And he's turning down all the... If you've seen the video, the video's great. Yeah, I know. He turns down all the girls, and his true love is a puppy. Yeah, it's a baby. <laughs> we call puppies babies. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool, like, how that came about. Like, anyway. Um, so, yeah, one of the other cool things, they're, like, because of the pandemic, they, like, brought everyone together. And by they, I mean Simon to his house. His, like, he lives, like, oceanfront. He has, like, jungle in the back mm -hmm. in Colombia. Um, and they wanted to, like, group, um, group like, water, air, fire, and earth, like, into that uh, album. Because it's also a self-title. They mm -hmm. have a self-title. Um, but in that al al album, it's all of that. So it's, like, he uses a lot of, like, 
the things that he he like hears in the jungle and the ocean and whatever was going on at least that's what i understood right um but yeah and it's just like to bring you healing it's pretty much what they're saying um and then the other thing that he said is like He's like he considers himself like an indigenous futuristic kind of he or wants to have an indigenous futuristic kind of civilization. Okay. So he's like, well, obviously I'm not gonna be living in an indigenous tribe in the Amazon. Mm -hmm. But he's like, we already live in cities. We have computers, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but we can find a level of mixing our technology and respecting and being with nature. So, like, having one foot in the roots, but also your head in the future, mm -hmm. which is, like, cool because he's not, like, saying... I see your new life, coach. Yes. <laughs> but that's what is, I think is cool because it's, like, look, you know, they're activists. They want to make sure that, like, they're against deforestation and mm -hmm. all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they speak out about it. They actually, like, do things about it. But he's, like, I don't want to kill the future. and We yeah, just have to be course. smart about it, which is, like, really cool as another artist to be able to, like, use their platform. Okay. But anyway, they've been together forever. They started in 2005. Their latest album came out 2021, Deja. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are. What are you we going to do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got to scroll up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got to scroll blah, up through blah, my blah, notes. Blah, I could have had blah. this It's Romantica up. something. Um. Romantica... Oh my god, it's cut off. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's having a panic attack right now. Yeah. It's It's Romantica Compita Oh my god. Champeta? Champeta. Romantica, Romantica Champeta. And I'll say something when we come back. Okay, cool. Yo. Tú sabes cómo lo hacemos nosotros, ¿verdad? Bomba. Stereo. So that's extreme summer vibes. Extreme summer vibes. And also like the the vibe that they wanted to go with this was also like carnival. Okay. As you um, can probably hear. So again, I do not want to make promises to you, listener. However, on the Valley stage on Saturday at 4 o'clock, it's Lido Pimiente. At 5.30, it's Bamba Estéreo. So there's just the mountain stage will be in between the two of them. But they're playing within an hour and a half of each other. So, oh, I want to go and see them both play together. <laughs> With Fletcher in the middle on the mountain stage. Well, I know what you're not going to go see. I mean, I don't know. What's going on at 415? Well, you're not going to go see Fletcher. You're going to go see... Is that a Quinlan Gold, actually? Oh, so fuck. I'm like back to back. So, if you... At a Quinlan Gold on the green stage. So, from 4 o'clock to like 6 o'clock... We have... Don't even Little try Pimiente, to stop me. Excuse me. Ericunle Gold, <laughs> Bamba Stereo. He got so excited, he burped. Because of Four Origins, our official sponsor. <laughs> our unofficial, <laughs> official sponsor. <laughs> our officially un unofficial sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, and it's at 3 o'clock on I'm the so island stage is Major League three, okay, DJs. But I love that all three of them 
are playing back to back, but it's gonna be intense. I'm gonna get. We are basically booked from sweaty. three o'clock onwards. Yeah, I'm gonna be sweaty. I'm gonna anyway. be dancing hard. Dancing hard. Uh, so this concludes Saturday. Oh yeah, so I should. I'll, Saturday, I'll, the best vibes. I'll ring this out. So yeah, vibes. so I mentioned at the top of the show, um, Backyard Sessions, Sirius XM are the bands that we have not really listened to. The local bands. Yeah. On Saturday, it's LTs, Poe Lazarus, uh, Lillian De Francesco, and on Friday. It's Parazar, Izutagor, and Raccoon. So basically, I think it's between like around 5 to 8-ish. There's the Backyard Session, Sirius XM. So I'm assuming it's going to be like a cute little stage, like a little ba backyard setup. I imagine it's going to be where the tree stage was. I have Just no from idea. a from a from a site map perspective, because the tree stage is the stage that is missing. So when yeah. you come down the stairs, and it's the smaller area, so they could probably set up a little uh, a little sesh. But I'm just like thinking, like, how am I gonna have enough energy? I'm just gonna drink a lot of Monster if they're there. To drink nonstop energy drinks. Yeah. But also, you always say that. But like, as soon as you're like, here, listen up. Pro tip, pro Shiaga tip for those of you who stuck around to the end. Just don't stop. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Like, the minute you're like, hey, let's sit down. It's and over. It's over. Like, no, it's eat over. while you're walking from one stage to the next stage. And if you don't stop, you will not realize you're tired until it's yeah. time to go home. Yeah, and wear good shoes. Wear good shoes. Oh, my God. Wear good shoes. Right. Starting to feel like summer. I know. Let's I'm going to listen to more of this music and so talk should to you guys you. later. Bye. Bye. Hey there, thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering, uh, instrumental version by Yacht, and is licensed under a attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to interesting Montrealers, and we have 9ES, which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.